Hello from Bad Audiobooks, a parody brought to you by our financially stable patrons of Patreon. I'm your host, Nick Masmanian, along with my co-host, Ken Heilman. Thank you so much for listening to our show about good books read badly. Nick, what's coming off the shelf today? Perpetually in our hands and amongst the moors uh, is Wuthering Heights, a book about romance, supposedly. I, I'll believe it when I hear it. Yeah. Uh, it's not so far. I mean, no, there's, not there's a lot all. of sexual tension, but I, I wouldn't <laughs> call it romance. I would say Heathcliff is projecting super hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure he's yeah, got a so, body or two that he's loved so much in the Moors uh, that he had to kill them. Uh, yes, exactly. I'm... He loved it too much. It's like Buffalo Bill yeah. in, uh, in his well. Which his house is actually up for sale right now. If you want to buy the actual house that they used in uh, Silence of the Lambs, does not are come from fucking, basement. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the actual house is for sale. It's like two hundred thirteen thousand dollars in Idaho or something. Like, I mean, let me take a look. I mean, <laughs> you can check it out later. But you know, there you go, fans. If you really want to be in that house, it looks pretty. It looks nice. We have a it, goodbye horses on loop. <laughs> uh, just... There's just a neon sign you flip on the outside of the house. Goodbye, horses. Would you lose me? I'd lose me. I'd lose me so fucking hard. That would be the trailer for YouTube for the house. 30 year mortgage with only 2% down. Oh, Jesus. It's fucking horrible. (laughs) That is horrible. What was your credit okay. score like a four sixty or six sixty? Okay, all right, I'll I'll go now. Bye. Are you one of them big, great, big financially solvent solvent people? <laughs> do, you, do you have a lot of liquid assets? Uh, okay, sorry, I'm back, but I'll go now for sure. Okay, bye. All right. Well, anyway, we're in chapter four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Hard cut. <laughs> <laughs> Hard cut to, to the thing we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, chapter four. What vain weather cocks we are. Just, we, just spinning riding. and wrestling together. Yes. <laughs> just so much weathering and cocks happening at the same time. Uh, I, who had determined to hold myself independent of all social intercourse. I will fade into a British accent. That always happens. And... <laughs> Thank my stars for that. At length, there it is. I had lit, lighted, lighted, uh, lighted uh, on a spot where it was next to impractical. I reek, weak wretch. Wow, dude, have a better positive attitude about yourself. After maintaining till dusk a struggle with low spirits and solitude, I haven't talked to anyone in twenty. I don't minutes. see a so period anywhere I, near on. this. I just think it's funny that he's been alone for like seemingly a day and he's like, I'm so alone. Um, even though there's like three people in the house. And even though he says he loves being alone, just whatever. Um, I just think this is a big parody of the British gentleman. I really want to believe that. And I'm sure it is, but Bronte is like, if she's hitting it, she's hitting it hard. And I'm really enjoying this. She, I think much. she's like operating on a level so far above our our meek heads that she's she, uh, we're, she's playing we're playing check checkers and she's playing 4d chess <laughs> yeah she's she's playing star trek chess exactly uh, for she's sure data she's data and we are all but meager um uh what's his name uh berkeley not berkeley uh barclays broccoli <laughs> broccoli's broccoli's uh was final uh spirits in solitude was was finally uh compelled to strike my colors, and under pretense of gaining information concerning the necessities of my establishment, I desired Mrs. Mrs. Dean when I Ooh. brought when she brought in supper, which I found out. Fun fact: dinner was earlier in the day, and supper's the last thing you eat before going to bed, and that's at night. So, were they a three mealer or a four mealer? It's just like a like a multiple meal a day thing. Like in Britain, they have all the different meal times and stuff, but like. Supper was something that would happen after dinner. Supper Are they just wasn't constantly dinner. eating. I think it's the reason why the hobbits just ate so much in Lord of the Rings. Like it was very much they were the Brits. They were plucky, small, okay. and uh, and loved to eat, which is a thing apparently 
that 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 that's a caricature of that. So that's based off of uh, my own assumption, and I think what I heard about J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy. I've never actually read them. Anyway, um, oh, shots fired! I, I'm not saying anything about them. I just said I haven't read them. Um, when she brought, uh, we just lost half our listeners. I know, and you, I'm you just sorry, this podcast. I am. Didn't mean to put it in its in the crib, put the pillow over its face, and tell it to breathe deep. Um, oh, yeah, you, you murdered it. I'm being honest. I am being honest. I haven't read it. I have not read The Lord of the Rings. So I don't know if that's going to happen on this podcast since that is a heavily held copyright thing. Oh, my. Yeah, we're not, we're not touching that one. Oh, uh, no. No, no, I, no, no, no. I've read The Hobbit. I've, I've read, read The Hobbit too. Fellowship. And then I bailed when, and in the seven pages that Aragorn was running up a hill. <laughs> I love With the fact hours. that. Sorry, we're on a Tolkien side side note. I love the fact that he just wanted to write a really long book. That was his goal. Like he just wanted to write an exceedingly yeah. long book. Full of all the details that no one would ever go into in a book. And he succeeded <laughs> in doing that. And it became huge. Wild so, stuff. Yeah, people uh, had time to read a lot of books back then. Anyway, um they still do today if you have the time. But Netflix. Anyway, um, I desired Mrs. Dean, who, when she brought in supper, to sit down. Let me get more British. Uh, to sit down. Uh, wow. <laughs> Hoping sincerely she would prove a regular gossip. Please talk to me. <laughs> I'm a woman, so I must gossip. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I just make assumptions about people. Please. Even though you're asking for it, I didn't bring it up. Here's Please, your gossip, supper. <laughs> Please hold true to the stereotype I hold in my heart of you. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> and either rouse me to animation. Um, <laughs> Please, sir, put it away. Or to, to or animation or lull me to sleep by her talk. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm not even gonna. That's <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I know, right? It's just like, make me just feel things. I can't feel anything. <clears throat> um, Well... Uh, have you lived? Uh, ha- you you have lived here. Uh, you have lived here a considerable time. I com- I commenced. Did you say? Did you not say sixteen years? Oh jeez. Uh, eighteen, sir. I came when my when the mistress was married. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm tied to the land. You see, I've <laughs> <laughs> to wait on her. After she died, the master retained me for his housekeeper. I I couldn't say no because I have no rights. Indeed, and that is the actual line to say after what what you just said. Um, Great talk, cool. There, there ensued a pause. She was not a gossip, I feared, unless no. about about her own affairs. Those could hardly interest me. However, having studied for an interval with a fist on, well, I'm sorry, on you're asking me questions and I'm not interesting to you. That's fine. Everyone's got their hands into a fist in this house, and she's sitting there with her fist on either knee. And a cloud of meditation over her ruddy countenance. Wow. She ejaculated. Oh! 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 Our times! (laughs) I've greatly changed since then! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I remarked. You've seen a a good many alterations. You've seen a good many alterations, I I suppose. I have! And troubles, too! She said. Is this... Yes, this is her. Oh, wait, no, this is me. Oh, I'll turn to... Wait, no, this is her. What? Who knows who's talking? I I can't tell either! I think... I... I think this... I I think Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Here's how it works. Um, You have a landlord. I don't. Oh, right. Damn it. I got that confused. Okay. Oh, uh, I'll turn to... I'll turn the talk of my landlord's family, I thought to myself. A Thanks, good subject, Emily! A good subject... I love this is in quotations, because he's just internalizing it anyway. A good Emily, subject, you're making it really hard on us, I've just got to say. It'd be really easier if you put a little more who said things and paragraph breaks and, you know, some modern grammar structures... Remember, 4D chess. chess. Um, A good subject to start. And that pretty girl widow. And that pretty girl widow, and and he does emphasize girl, 
Uh, I should like to know her history, whether she is a native of the country or is, as more probable, an exotic. That the surly indignance will not re-recognize re for kin. I'm really uncomfortable with the turn this conversation's taking. I think no, it's really inappropriate. You cannot hear any of this. This is inside of my mind. Currently, I'm staring at you. No, 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 no. You, well, yeah, you're right. I'm inside your head with you, and it's, it's really pedo-y in here. And I gotta say, it's inappropriate. Demon! I can read your body language. With this intention, I asked Mrs. Dean why, and this is not, when he actually asked the question, it's not in quotations, why Heathcliff let Thrush, Thrushcross Grange, because that's a name, that's a very British name, and preferred living in a situation and residence so much inferior. Is he not rich enough to keep the estate in good order? I inquired. Rich, sir? She returned. He has nobody knows what money. I said that correctly. Yes, he did. And every year it increases. Yes, yes. He's rich enough to live in a finer house than this, but he's very near, close-handed, and if he had meant to flit to Thrushcross Grange, he soon has, soon as he heard of it, of a good tenant he could not have borne to miss the chance of a good period to end this Renan sentence <laughs> that everyone's in misery of, of getting a few hundreds more. I don't know if that described shit. Did you get any of that? I, I, it I is did. strange. Yes, it is. Uh, it is strange people should be so greedy <laughs> when they are alone in the world. He. Is, uh, what does that mean? What does any of this mean? Well, are we living in a reality? Or just Emily's fucking crazy world. I think th is thrust across your hand. Um, Say that five times fast, okay? Thrushcross Grange, I believe, is the place he's renting. So it's not a name. That's just the place that that he's living. Um, that's I don't believe you. House, and then my husband was thrust <laughs> and his husband uh, before before him. And his husband before him, huh? Hmm. You heard me. We are progressive on the moors. <laughs> so progressive in the the moors doesn't question. <laughs> um, We're just people. <laughs> people are people. So anyway, um, he he, uh, he had a son. It seems. Yes, he had one. He is dead. Uh, That's uh, it. Uh, that was the line. And uh, and that young lady, Mrs. Heathcliff, is his widow. Yes. Where, where did she come from originally? I mean, you know, she exotic. Oh, you're right. I, I didn't feel like this was already covered in a previous chapter, like, pretty clearly, but let's uh, let's get that paycheck, eh, Emily? All right. Oh, why, sir? She's my late master's daughter. What? Oh, yeah, okay. She had yeah. previous employer. Yeah. Catherine Linton was her maiden name. I nursed her, poor thing. From my own bosom, I that did wish thing. Mr. Heathcliff uh, would remove her, move here, remove here. What? I, I did wish Mr. Heathcliff would remove here. Does that make sense? It and then we might have been together again. Sorry, what? Yeah. Um, I think he. I think she meant that he wishes that he would move, and they would have probably been fine. Is what she's saying. Yeah, get the fuck out, GTFO bitches! What? Catherine Linton? I exclaimed, astonished. But a minute's reflection convinced me that it was not... Why did you stop joke. talking? It was not... You've been silent for like 45 seconds. This is weird. It's <laughs> making me uncomfortable. I am speaking! And then I continued, my predecessor's name was Linton? It was! And who is that Earnshaw, Harriton Earnshaw, who lives with Mr. Heathcliff? Are they relations? I guess I'm just an NPC saying, like, one-liners. Um, <laughs> hey, no! Traveler. <laughs> Hi! Welcome! Thank God you're here! My, my, my daughter was stolen! Please help, and I'll pay you 500 gold that I clearly am not able to earn, but somehow I'm saving for shh, shh, a kidnapping gonna, to pay for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this basket over your head. There you go. Okay, 
Okay, okay, okay. No, he is the late Mrs. Linton's nephew. The young lady's cousin, then? Yep, it's getting weird, I think. Um, yeah. Her husband was her cousin also. Oh. One on the mother's. The other on the father's side. Heathcliff married Mr. Linton's sister. I didn't actually catch any of the that I just said. That the, branch is be, that that tree has become a branch. Well, <laughs> just a single branch, it seems. Um, I see the house at Wo- at Withering Heights. Has Earnshaw carved over the front door? Are they an old family? Yeah, they're like the princes and princesses of of uh, European countries. They're, they're just one family for all time. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. I have the purest blood. <laughs> My blood is pure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just one big happy family. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh my God. There's a state that will come into existence called Alabama and they'll be very similar. <laughs> yes, they'll, they'll do well in the new country. Um, very old, sir. And a Harriton is the last of them. As our Miss Kathy is of us. I mean, of the Lintons. Uh, have you been to Wuthering Heights? I beg pardon for asking, but... I should like to hear how she is. I I actually have a little drop of agency in me. <laughs> how dare you ask me a question? <laughs> I am the one who asked the question. Don't apologize. I, I spoke out of turn. Would you like a third supper this morning? Shush. No more questions. Wouldn't that be interesting <laughs> in a game? What is with this accusations and words that you questioned me? Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Mrs. Heathcliff. I, she looked very well and very handsome, yet, I think, not very happy. You're really good at projecting emotions onto people. That I make assumptions for everyone. That just, I assume you're just really good at reading people. I am. It's my upbringing and education as a British gentleman that I'm able to gauge people so well. That's why the dinner the other night went swimmingly. Yes, I, I can only imagine. Please tell me how I feel now. It's really good. You are just... in awe of my verbiage and ability to sit there and look at you whilst having a supper in my lap. I guess I still want to be employed by the end of this conversation, so... Yes, oh, you yes, do. sir. Yes, wow, your your power, your prowess of, of reading people is just so is, incredible. What you say is truth. It is not influenced at all by the fact that your entire livelihood is tied to me saying this is a good person that lives and works here. Please give me a really good five-star Yelp review, otherwise my master will execute me if I get four stars. Four and a half. Oh, God! He'll take a finger for that for sure! Not another one, please! Okay, go Anyways, oh dear, I don't wonder! And how did you like the master? A rough fellow, rather, Mrs. Dean. Uh, is not that his character? Oh, rough as a saw edge, and hard as windstone. The less you meddle with him, the better. He must have had some, some ups and downs in life to make him such a Churl, uh, do you know anything of his history? Oh, Jesus, we're going there, huh? Okay, uh... Tell me everything I want to know. Here's some exposition for you! It's a cuckoo, sir! I know all about it! <coughs> Except where he was born, who were his parents, and how he got his money first. So basically, I know nothing about it. <laughs> But let me tell you all about the things I don't know. Oh my god. She sounds like our president. Oh! Whoop. <laughs> there we got we got topical! And Hareton has been cast out like an unfledged dunnock. The unfortunate lad is the only one in in all this parish that does not guess 
how he has been cheated. Uh, well, Mrs. Dean, it will be charitable. It will be a charitable deed to tell me something of my neighbors. I feel I should not rest if I go to bed. So be good enough to sit and chat an hour. <laughs> oh my God! If you don't oh, wow. chat, I'm I... not going to go to sleep, and I will make sure you're fired. Well, isn't, I mean, our, I... isn't our system isn't our system the best? Where I, I get to power over you completely. It's really awkward because I still have a job to do whether or not this conversation takes place. But really, you should answer in the affirmative. Oh, please! Let me just drop everything I'm doing and put my livelihood at risk to so I can entertain your, your woes of curiosity. Please, I'm so I've been curious, waiting all please. my life for you. So sit, please. Tell me more. And I will make sure that you uh, stay employed and therefore can afford your children and your life and not die penniless in the streets where no one will care about you because clearly you deserve to be there. Can I get like some sort of tip from all my services here? This here's, here's is really a going tip. out of the limb. Here, Here's a tip. Shut the fuck up and sit in the chair and tell me family history now and be happy. <laughs> I am but woman, so I must comply. Oh, certainly, sir. I'll just fetch a little sewing, because that's what I'm a woman. And then I'll sit as long as you please, whatever you want. Oh, please. You're just so cool. But you've caught cold. I, I saw you shivering. Let me go get some firewood uh, three counties over to keep you warm. And you must have some of my gruel to drive it out of you. The worthy woman bustled off, because she's definitely worthy now. Oh, because I, I appreciate you, and I said yes to everything, so I'm worthy. Yes, yes, she fawned over me with positivity about everything I've done. And I crouched nearer to the nearer the fire. My head felt hot, and the rest of me chill. Moreover, I was excited, almost to a pitch of foolishness, though my nerves and brain, through my nerves and brain. This caused me to feel not uncomfortable, but rather fearful, as I am still of serious effects from the incidents of today and yesterday. Sorry to interrupt, but I was just curious what you do for a living that you could cast judgment on so many. I am brooding! Oh, you're British! That's your full-time job, huh? Brooding. I'll leave you to it. She returned presently. Well, I'm back again! <laughs> I didn't read ahead! <laughs> I'm working off book and it's not very good! Bringing a smoking basin and a basket of work, and having placed the former on the hob, drew in her seat, evidently pleased to find me so companionable. I'm smiling because I have to! <laughs> Before I came to visit here, she commenced, waiting no further invitation to her story. I was almost always at Withering Heights. Because my mother had nursed... Wait. Oh, this is her? And I'm... Ah! Oh, no, well, this I, is I can do a really me. good impression I... of you. I don't no, know if hey, you noticed that. I... <laughs> Your mimicry is amazing. Continue, please. Because yes. my mother had nursed Mr. Hindley Earnshaw. That was Harrington's father. And I got used to playing with the children. I ran no errands. necessary. <laughs> I ran errands, too. And helped to make, make hay. And hung about the farm, ready for ba -ba -ba. anything ba -ba -ba. that anybody would set me to. Ba -ba 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 -ba. One fine morning, I was the beginning. This is a very of long paragraph. Are you prepared I... to read it as my voice through your voice through my yes, head? Yes, yes. We're almost to a quote where you can start talking again. <laughs> oh, I'm worthy. Yes, clearly, you're the second class host on this show. <laughs> <I was. laughs> The beginning of harvest. I remember, I remember Mr. Earnshaw, the old master, came downstairs, dressed for a journey. And after he had told Joseph what was to be done during the day, he turned to Hindley and Kathy, and to me, and me, uh, for I had sat eating my porridge with them. And this is said, not really interesting. And he said... Speaking to his son, this is now a completely different character speaking, apparently. Now, my boy, 
pool today. What shall I bring you? You should choose what you like. Only let it be little, or I shall walk there and back 60 miles each way. That is a long spell. Hidden the fiddles. Uh, I, I, this is supposed to be you still, so I will try to buy that. Hindley fiddled, and then he asked Miss Ha Kathy. She has hardly six years old, but she could ride many any horse in the stable, and she chose a whip. She he did not forget me, for he had a kind heart. Though he was rather severe sometimes, he promised to bring me a pocket full of apples and bears. I was a horse. And then he kissed his children and goodbye, said goodbye, and set off. He had the option to ride a horse, but instead he whipped me. He's a really good teacher. Whoops, I'm getting a call. Oh, Jesus. Rudigus, it's blowing out. What is this? What? What is this invasion into my thoughts, thinking your thoughts? I'm so sorry, Mr. Lockwood. I'm getting a call from beyond the grave. It's it's Catherine Linton. She wants to talk to you. My God, how is she speaking to us through this slate-like mirror? She's FaceTiming you. She wants to see your face. And in no time at all, off you. She cannot look upon my beautiful face. It would scar both her and I. Um, it's Okay, well, I think now's a really good time for a commercial break. My God. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, my God. The clusterfuck that is this book. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The audio um, quality's never been better. Um, anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Nick, we've, we've got some, uh, some exciting new, uh, things happening here on Bad Audiobooks. Um, yes, we do. We have uh, rediscovered, unearthed from an, from an archaeological dig, our Teespring store. Um, it is a place where you can buy merch, and we set it up to be this ultra-hidden ARG event that we never got to and forgot about because, you know, plague. So um, if you go to our Teespring store, you can find all sorts of awesome merch, ranging from t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, yoga pants, uh, pillows, throw pillows, Shower curtains? I don't know. What? Mugs? I, mugs? Other mugs. Towels. And, uh, and Kent's going to tell you the URL because it's dumb and long and unnecessary and how complicated it has to be. It's uh, teespring.com slash stores slash bad audiobooks. Stores is plural. Yes. For reasons. We're going we're gonna to find a way to make that better. Uh, but yeah. we have and... to work with them. Yes, and uh, the fact is, is that if you buy stuff from the merch store that is Teespring, our Teespring, you support the show directly. And frankly, you get to rock some really cool art that Kent has made. I love all the designs that he's made. In fact, we might have a gator or a mask available soon with our logo on it. That's just the screaming face that works really well, and I think I need to have. So it was. Uh, it was. It's. It just came together. I didn't even try, and suddenly it was an option that popped up, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" It cropped it perfectly automatically. I didn't even didn't even mean to. Uh, so yeah, just buckle up. There's some crazy crazy stuff on there. Lots of logos. Lots. Of, I've done a lot of art for this this uh, store. Let's check out our Instagram. I'll start posting some images in there too. So that's what we're talking about during our ad break, which has now come to an end. It seemed a long while, because I love that he's still talking for her. Like, he's like, oh, let me ask a question. You know what? I'm just going to summarize for everybody, because clearly your woman words will just make this worse. Um, It seemed a long while to us all, the three days of his absence. I think it's still this lady, Mrs. Dean. It is her, but it's not. There's no quotes. It's just he said he's like, before I like he she commenced, but there's no quotes. But you could take it. I'm okay with it. There's a lot to say. You're going to be reading a lot. Uh, I regret speaking up. Yeah, I'm like, it do you want it? It seemed a long while to us all. The three days of his absence. 
And often did little Kathy ask when he would be home. When will he be Mrs. home? Mrs. Earnshaw! Oh, Kathy, don't speak. I'm speaking through Mr. Lockwood to the audience. Don't interrupt me. Him, I don't understand. Us. We're too deep. Too many laughs. Mrs. Earnshaw expected him by summertime on the third evening. And she put the meal off hour after hour. My God. She was almost like she was busy. There were no signs of his coming. However, at last, the children got tired of running down to the gate to look. I'm so tired. Then it grew dark. She would have had him to bed. But they begged sadly to be allowed to stay up. And just about eleven o'clock, the door latch was raised quietly. And in stepped the master. <gasps> he threw himself into a chair, laughing and groaning. She's weird. <laughs> Ugh. And bid them all a standoff. For he was nearly killed. He would not have such another walk for the three kingdoms. And at the end of it, to be flighted to death. He said, opening his greatcoat, which he held bundled up in his arms. See here, wife. I don't remember your name. I was never so beaten with anything in my life. But you mustn't intake it as a gift of God. Though it was as dark as... It was as dark, almost as if it had come from the devil. Yeah, I really don't care. Where have you been? <laughs> you think you just walk in like this? This is really do, weird and I awkward. Do. I do own the place, darling. I can't tell if I'm the wife in this scene or the mistress of the wife in this scene, but I'm going to speak for both of us. It's really, you've been really obnoxious, and it's very presumptuous of you to make us wait and not eat dinner. I'm really hungry. I've been working all day. Silence! You just, you just stroll in whenever you want, and you're not drinking again. Continue with your preset determination. Do not make it into something else. Oh, well, let me just screw on my smile. And we crowded round, and over Miss Kathy's head, I had a peep and a dirty, ragged, black-haired child, big enough both to walk and talk. Indeed, its face looked older than Catherine's, even though it, it sounds like it's being described as a doll, kind of like Chucky running around ready to murder us all. And yet, when it was set on its feet, it only stepped round and repeated over and over again some gibberish. Do you, hear, you can hear it now, the gibberish. That nobody could understand. I was frightened. Oh my gosh. And Mrs. Earnshaw was ready to fling it out the doors and set it on fire. Wow. It. Not even, not even like a person. It. Cool. She did fly up, asking how he could fashion to bring that gypsy brat. Ooh, whoopsie. We're going that way, huh? Okay, sorry, people. Into the house. And when they had their own bra. Barons to feed and fend for. We're gonna get a little culturally insensitive, so buckle up. Here we go. Get. Are you what? ready for some racism? Racism. <laughs> oh yeah! Welcome to Weathering Heights, where we may find people for who they are, what he meant to do with it, and whether he were mad. The master tried to explain the matter, but he was really half dead with fatigue, and all he could, and all that I could make out. Amongst her scolding was a tale of his seeing and starving and houseless and as good as dumb in the streets of Liverpool where he picked up an inquire for its owner. If, does anyone understand what the fuck is happening right now? I just gotta ask. I'm, I'm not tracking he's, anything. He's, she's saying that he was in Liverpool and he saw Heathcliff on the street because it's Heathcliff. And um, he took Heathcliff home because it was clear that he did not have a home. So he took him home because he's a nice man. Okay, not a soul knew to whom it belonged, he said. It is a child, I assume, that we're talking about? And yeah. his money and time being both limited, he thought it better to take it home. It, home with him at once, than readily to evade expenses there, because he was determined he would not leave it as he found it. Well, the conclusion was that my mistress grumbled herself calm, and Mr. Earnshaw told me to wash it and give it clean things. And let it sleep with the other children, even though it was this disgusting creature from the streets that could kill us all. 
And we, we were joking? really comfortable with it, but I guess Mr. Ocho's actually a good guy. And I misjudged him. I was going to say, like, are we sure we aren't internalizing anything there, dear? Um, you seem to be, uh, some things seem to be slipping out that aren't in the script. <laughs> it's, no, 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 I, I'm actually surprised at how, you know, emotionally caring your, your EQ level is off the charts, Mr. Ajab. Just kind of surprised. It's not to keeping with the tone of stories of the time, so, you know, bravo. I'm, I'm just glad I'm done narrating. Except I have so much more to go. Yes, you do, because you started and you wanted to do this. Remember, this you did this to yourself. No, 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 you do it to me now. Take your turn, please. <laughs> After you. Henley and Kathy contented themselves with looking and listening till peace was restored. Then, be both being search began searching their father's pockets for the presents he had promised them. The form the former was a boy of fourteen, and when he drew out. What he had fiddled, what he had been a fiddle, what had been a fiddle from a pocket, uh, crushed to more. Whoa, you, you fiddle a whole fiddle in your pocket there, sir. I'm very impressed. What else can you fit in there? Crushed to morsels in the great coat, he blubbered aloud. And Kathy, when she learned. Oh, you, master, it really didn't work, did it? How did you think it was going to work? It literally had, got crushed. It was really had, dumb. Had lost her whip. It attending on the stranger showed her humor by grinning and spitting at the stupid little thing. Oh, so she was whipping people so much that she just got out of control and, and lost her weapon. And she's, she's laughing. That's really psychotic. Yes. Earning her pains of a sound blow from her father. Oh, violence meets violence. It's the only way to end it. There's more violence. The, to teach her cleaner manners. They yes, I'm going to teach you clean manners by assaulting you. It's the logical sound. It's assaulting, but yes, they entirely refused to have it in bed with them, or even in their room. And I had no more sense, so I put it on the landing of the stairs, hoping it, we're still calling him it, would be gone by the morrow. By wow! <clears throat> I'm kind of fucked up, aren't I? No. You make me- I've got a dark secret! I'm yeah. a monster! <laughs> I was gonna say, you make me look so good. <laughs> wow! I yeah, hear I was judging everyone else, but it turns out the person judging was the was the worst of all! You know, I may have a crush, I may be crushing on that lady girl inside the house, but I mean, my god, woman. <laughs> uh, by chance, or else, attracted- uh, attracted by hearing his voice, I, it crept up to Mr. Earnshaw's door, and there he found it on his on quitting his chamber. Inquiring, is, you're kind of muddying the waters. It's still inappropriate for you to be going after a girl of that age. I'm just letting you know. I'm just, I might be wanting to kill children, but I'm not trying to sleep with them. Jesus! Wow! I uh, mean, there's a big difference. No, uh, you know, we, one's still alive and the other one isn't. So, you know, there you go. I was, uh, <laughs> I was obliged to confess. Uh, <laughs> Thank God we both should confess our crimes here because we're going to hell. <laughs> it's straight to hell. Yeah. Inquiries were made as to how it got there. I was obliged to confess, and in my recompense for my cowardness and inhumanity was sent out of the house. This oh, was okay. Yeah. This is why she's no longer allowed to be there, because she's the suck. Anyway, um that's the reason why I'm at the second house. I still have a job. Cool. This was Heathcliff's first introduction to the family. On coming back a few days afterwards, for I did not consider my banishment perpetual, I thought I'm only partially banished. I think that works for me. I found they had christened him Heathcliff. It was the name of a son who died in childhood, and it served him ever since, both for Christian and surname. Heathcliff 2! The sequel! I about to say electric boogaloo. <laughs> um, uh, Miss Miss Kathy and he were now very thick, but Hindley hated him. And to say the truth, to say the truth, the uh, to say the truth, I did the same. And we plagued and went on with him shamefully, for he looked so different. Wow! So we're just being really cool and just really yeah. accepting of of him and just making him feel welcome. 
We're not saying anything bad, but we're definitely giving off some fucking shitty vibes. No one's gonna be happy. And we're gonna just ruin this place for everybody because we don't like to do things. So am I? Am I the? Am I the wife? Or am I the mistress or both? I don't understand who am you're I. The, you're the mistress. The wife is still the wife. She's still alive. And uh, you're. So just I'm just an that... employee, and yes. I'm just casting all this judgment in a house that I don't own. You're freely, and then I'm getting paid to work there. You're freely throwing shade to the tenant, and you did so with almost a cheerful spot to it because you're like, I'm gonna sew while talking to you and give you dish on everything. I'm gonna spill the tea about everything going on here. So it turns out the biggest villain of the story so far is Mrs. Dean. Just, wow, who am I? I thought I knew who I was, but it turns out I I had a lot of self-reflection and work to do. All right. Um, uh, there we are. Oh, wait, I went back a page. There we go. Um and went on with him shame and went on with him shamefully for I, I wasn't res, I wasn't reasonable enough to feel in my injustice see she's she's grown and the mistress yeah, never I'm better put, now. I know right just took you a while to stop being a dick and the mistress never put in a word on his behalf when she saw him wronged oof Oh, whoops, maybe a little improvement, but not a lot. <laughs> I almost feel like he was better off in the streets of Liverpool. Just gotta say it. Yeah, um, I'm kind of feeling that too. He seemed a sullen, patient child, hardened perhaps to ill treatment. Maybe I'm because your heart. To you, Mr. Yeah, Lockwood, but... how much of a terrible person I am. Um, he would stand Hindley's blows without wink- without winking or shedding a tear, and he. I'm not gonna I... wink at you. <laughs> I'm just. I... I'm not gonna wink. I'm just a boy. <laughs> and but I'm like a man. What you hear? And my pinches moved him only to draw in a breath and open his eyes as if he had hurt himself by accident, and nobody was to blame. This... So I'm oh, just this... gonna be just fucking assaulting and and. Physically harming this this child is developing because I hate him. Yeah, you're literally picking you're literally picking at him. Um uh this endurance made my old made old Mr. Earnshaw furious. Cause he actually has a soul, unlike the rest of us, when he discovered his son persecuting What am I paying you for? Jesus! Po- yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Jimmy Stewart is on the scene. Um for, oh, uh, I can do Jimmy. I, I can do Jimmy Stewart even better. I just haven't found it yet. <laughs> You'll get there. Uh, the poor fatherless child, as he called him, he took his he took to Heathcliff strangely, believing all he said. For the, that matter, he said but precious little and generally the truth. So he had every reason to believe everything he said to him. Okay, cool. And petting him and petting him up a far above Kathy, who was too mischievous and wayward for her favorites. Wow. No parents should ever play favorites. And if it's that clear, your children suck. Um, Which is also a reflection of you, just gotta say. Anyway, so far from the beginning, uh, so from the beginning, he bred bad feeling in the house. He didn't bring any bad feeling. They did. No, he no, we figured it all out. I was the I was the true hero of the story. It was it was Heathcliff the whole time. I feel your unreliable narrator who's projected her voice into my brain, but I'm gonna continue I with know what you mean. I've got one singular voice in this episode. Yes. Um This isn't confusing at all to the readers, to the and listeners. At, and at Miss Earnshaw's death which happened less than two years after the young master had learned to regard his father as an oppressor rather than a friend. Ooh. What? I guess, uh, I guess the debt in the mood, the hated, the hatred transferred upon her death, the wife's death. <laughs> just went to the father. My, like, my oh, I hate you. is coming to effect. It's all working. <laughs> and Heathcliff, as a usurper of his parents' affections and his privileges, and he grew bitter. And with brooding over these injuries, I sympathized. I sympathized. I while. Oh, yeah. I, I feel real bad. I don't know why he feels that way. It's, it's like some, somebody poisoned this whole family. I don't know. Who did it? But when the children fell ill of the measles, and I had to tend to them and take on me the cares of a woman at one aren't you a woman at once i changed my idea heathcliff was dangerously i'm i'm gonna flip-flop 
cool. <laughs> cool. And while he lay at the worst, uh, he would have me constantly constantly by his pillow, I suppose. You just wanted the... help! It was really I... weird and awkward! This child just wanted assistance! I don't know why! I, I suppose I did feel... I did... I suppose... He felt I did a good deal for him. And well, he was wrong! I know, right? And he hadn't wit to guess that I was that I was compelled to do it rather than feel I, like I should do it. To. I'm I a was, slave, but I, I don't have to be happy about it. So I I'm going to make it, you miserable. They had a gun to the back of my head. However, I will say this. He was the quietest child that ever nurse, that ever nurse watched, that ever nurse watched over. That's the sentence. The Not quite, you actually improved it. Okay, well, that ever nurse watched over. The difference you added the between... an A, and it made it much smoother. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad I'm, I'm live editing a classic book. Uh, the, <laughs> the difference between him and the others forced me to be less partial. Kathy and her I was her... so... I was so good at just a clean, easy judgment. I was solemn in the wise. <laughs> uh, Kathy and her brother harassed me terribly. Yeah, he was an uncomplaining as a lamb, though hardness, not gentleness, made him give little trouble. He got through. Oh, I'll just take it! I'm a child! <laughs> just... Pure rage is what keeps him going at this point. He got through, and the doctor affirmed it. It was a great measure owing to me. Oh, me. take all credit! I did everything and praised me for my care. Clearly, I'm the so the focus of the story. I was vain of his commendations and softened towards that the being by whose means I earned them, and thus Hindley lost his last ally. Still. I couldn't dote on Heathcliff, and I wondered often what my master saw to admire such a, in the sullen boy who never, to my recollection, repaid his indulgence by any sign of gratitude. Why was he not happy oh, that he was giving him a fucking house to live in? I, seriously, I'm like, so, it's I like, have feelings, and, and, and I got a soul. That's all I need. <laughs> You're gonna go to he just, he just need a little help. I'm not quite doing my good Jimmy. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was not insolent to his benefactor. He was simply insensible, though knowing perfectly the hold he had in his heart uh, and the consciousness he had only to speak and all the house would be obliged to bend to his wishes. As an instance, I remember Mr. Earnshaw once bought a couple of colts at the parish fair and gave the lads each one. Heathcliff took the handsomest, 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 and but it soon fell lame. And when he discovered it, he said to Hindley, You must exchange horses with me. I don't like mine. And if you won't, I shall tell your father of the three lashings you've given me this week, and I'll show my arm, which is black to the shoulder. Henley put out his tongue and, and cuffed over his ears. Uh, you could be Henley. No, this is you. This is totally you. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. You'd better do it at once. No, um... This is this is Heathcliff. That was Heathcliff saying, "You better do it at once." He persisted, escaping to the porch. You will get. Oh, I see. Thanks, thanks, Emily. No, I don't see it, but I'm just gonna believe you. I fuck you, Emily. I'm sorry. I'm I'm well versed in the uh, ancient arts of formatting. I would assume this was a conversation. <laughs> You're silly. Me. Silly to think so. You'd better do it at once. He persisted, escaping to, to the porch. They were in the stable. You will have to. And if I speak of these blows, you'll get them again with interest. Off, dog! Cried Hindley, threatening him with an iron weight used by weighing potato used for weighing potatoes and hay. Hey, thanks for the tip. You want to know about some other tools of the of the time period? Here, let's let's look at this horseshoe maker and this. And this, uh, fucking... That's a blacksmith. That's a blacksmith. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, thanks. Throw it! 
I lost my page. Hang on. It's okay. I'll take over. There we go. <laughs> he replied, standing still. And then I'll tell you how you boasted and that you would turn me out of the doors as soon as he died and see whether he will not turn you out directly. You want to keep going? Not really. Okay. Hinley threw it, hitting him in the on the breast. Wow. And down he My fell. Chicken. Damn, he just got hit with a huge weight. But I can't believe he did the thing I asked you to do. I know, right? But staggered up immediately, breathless and white and hot and had, not, <sighs> had I not prevented it, he would have gone just so to the master and got full revenge by letting his condition plead for him, intimidating who had caused it. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, this is you. Take my cult. Um, negatively Same. cultural contexted people that like to be sometimes trans. Say it. Mobile. Say the word. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I'm good today. I'll Fine. probably have to do it three more times. So I just, I just want to pass off on this one and then save it for the next one. Okay. Said young Earnshaw. And I pray that you may break your neck. Take him. And be damned, you beggarly interloper, and wheedle my father out of all he has. Only afterwards show him what you are, imp of Satan. And take that. I hope he'll kick out your brains. Jesus Christ. Heath, this is a very healthy household. Heathcliff had gone to lose the beast and shift it to his stall. He was passing behind it when Hinley finished his speech by knocking him under its feet. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> right. And without stopping to examine whether his hopes were fulfilled, ran away as fast as he could. I gotta go. <laughs> I supposed to witness how coolly the child gathered himself up and went on with his intention. Stiff up the lip, chip chip cheerio, uh, exchanging saddles. That's okay. I'll get my revenge. <laughs> and then sitting down on a bundle of hay to overcome the qualm which the violent blow uh, uh, occasioned. Before he entered the house, I persuaded him easily to let me lay the blame of the bruises on the horse. He minded little what tale was told since he had what he wanted, and he complained so seldom indeed of such stirs as these that I really thought him not vindictive. I was deceived completely, as you will hear. She's going to continue talking. I I can't wait to keep going. I have such a great voice, you see. I can change it at will. I'm such a good narrator. And you... I did everything. And I was such a good mistress. And I took such good care of these boys. I'm, so glad, you went... I'm so glad you went to Oxford as well, like I did. Yes, we were classmates. You and I. Voice that I don't recognize. We also I'm had sure. the same name. This is odd. Yes. It's like I'm talking to a mere reflection of myself. A what if? If I was a woman, what would I be like? And I feel Yes, you would be me, odd. but I'd be you. This is now becoming a more uh, psychological thriller at this point in the story. So Our minds are split. Yes. This uh, let us we, become one in the uh, in the outro between episodes. And I have only but five minutes, so let us wrap up the show and do our bit and bid farewell. Um, nah. hey, I believe that uh, we can you can support this show by leaving us a review on Apple iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. We only check Apple iTunes for the reviews usually because we only have access to so many platforms. Um, if you leave us yeah, a like, review, subscribe, however you're listening, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. But if you leave us a review that's not hate speech, we will gladly read it on air. We have read yeah, all sorts and of if, if you uh, want to also support us, you can head on over to our Patreon. Uh, that is another way to directly support the show. Uh, it's patreon.com slash badaudiobooks. Much better URL. And uh, you, with the show does have an Instagram at badaudiobooks. Uh, Nick is on Instagram as well. What's your Instagram, Nick? My Instagram name is at realhumanmaz. And you can also find me on Twitter, which is at Nick for whatever reversed it. I will probably think of a better uh, handle at some point, but that is it right now. Thank you for joining and us. And I'm also on Instagram at Kent right. and you Sorry, can see I thought you had gone. Art I heard and Instagram. comic shit. No, 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 fuck you. And uh, <laughs> show's over. Show's over. Just the whole entire show, not just the episode, the whole thing. Yeah. Ending it. 
we're, the last episode. It's the Beatles. We're done. Bye. Bye. I mean, what? I'm not even fucking play that. <laughs> um, welcome. It's to time. Our, welcome to our segment that every, everyone has been clamoring for. The segment that no one asked for, but everyone wants. It's I doubt this. Yeah. There you go. We're getting so good at this. Anyway, so on this segment, uh, one of us will play a producer or some kind of head of a corporation of some kind, and the other person will play the person pitching the the chapter we just read or the segment we just read. So um, let's think any ideas for this one. <laughs> uh, Kent, I I think I think I got something. I think I got something. Oh, yeah. Uh, you had an Unless appointment? Come on in. Oh, um, oh, well, thank you for squeezing me in today. I know you're in a bit of a rush. Um, Always. I know. Uh, so I have an idea. Do you do you want to hear this idea? It's worth Please, that's what you're here for. It's worth millions. So instead... I need billions, you, though. So you know you're really going to need to impress me. So you know how long it is to have a conversation like we're doing right now? You know, it takes a lot of time to open it up. It takes forever. I wish you just texted me, me this pitch and I can tell you no. Yeah, like this meat flaps that we're doing... Uh, it's really hard and takes a long time. I'm thinking we need to have immediate thought processing between two people, and we'll interlink them through the soul of a dead child. I call obviously device. I know where lots of dead children are buried, the... so I've got a supply ready to go. What's what do you got? Yes, I I call the device brain talk, and no. Elon Musk does not own the copyright on this idea. I have beaten him to it through the power of alchemy and um, uh, this and encapsulating souls inside of bottles. So uh, what you do is you simply see here's the bottle with the child's soul in it, as you can see. Since it's oh, I see, floating floating around and uh, and quite light. Um, what you do is we we uh, we both take a sip from the soul. And then we cork it back up and stick it into a dark closet where it will remain. And at that point, we can both communicate telepathically. Oh, I see. And what do I do with the corpse? Oh, there's no corpse. It's the soul of the child. The corpse is already, you know, it's disposed of. It's it's nice and clean. Don't worry about that. Uh, but well, We're going to put all the bodies of these dead children. Um, well, there are plentiful amounts of the sea in which they can be tossed <laughs> into. Weighted down by the dreams and hopes of their family and parents who, uh, you know, no longer can see them. It, it, it's it, we're trying to utilize. We're like it's like this. We're trying to utilize every part of anything so that way it's not wasted. In this time <laughs> in which we must recycle, reduce, and reuse, we should reuse reuse the soul of that child. So through- I want to give these children's bodies back to the earth and use the soul for telecommunication. Yeah, I, that I think this can- is a great plan. I, I, exactly. I'm glad. I'm glad you see it my way. So, in order to harvest the souls from the dead children, I also need access to a nuclear power plant. Obviously. Oh, well, I've got six of those, and uh, yeah, we we could do that. Uh, you're just gonna mix it in there like a like a smoothie. Yeah. So what you do is you you dip it into the into the water that the the, the the nuclear rods are in, and because of the nuclear process, it separates the soul from it. Peels actually. It straight up uh, tears the soul out of the body. And at that point, we bottle it up quickly before it realizes what it is and where it's going. And at that point, slowly drain every bit of it. So that way we can have discussions about business decisions and uh, and talk about people behind their backs without them knowing. Awesome. And this is convenient since most nuclear power plants are located on the coast. So we'll just use a catapult to throw the, the bodies, the corpses into exactly. the sea once we're done with them. It, yes. It's, it, it's, a one, it's efficient. It's waste not, what not. And and it's all we should green. build an elementary school on the premises of the nuclear power plant. That way we could harvest directly. I mean, raise them directly. I mean, uh, you know, we just want to create a vertical integration for this process. So yeah, no, this is this is great. How much? Do, what kind of budget do you need? Oh, um, uh, about the about the but the 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 GDP of of uh of Sweden. Okay, well that's. I guess that's a lot, but um, what if we just like took all the funding that we should have given to schools anyway, and then we say we're investing and we're actually just building our schools where we're, we're ready to uh, to take advantage of all these families? How does that sound? Yeah, I think we should call them uh, um, uh, company towns as well. So uh, that way yeah, we, have private, only we should make these private schools. Yes, that's where kids exactly. don't belong in public schools. They need to be private schools. 
Yeah. That's what it should be. We have less oversight and all the control we ever want. Yes. A hundred percent. Perfect. Perfect. I think so, I'm glad you and I have been talking without speaking this entire time. Have you noticed that? I mean, I slipped you some of the soul in your coffee that you had earlier. And... I was wondering why your lips weren't moving. It was really unsettling, but I was <laughs> liking what you were saying. And scene. Uh, that was horrible. And we're got off a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good night, everybody. And thank you for tuning in.